This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Next, I believe we have our fall 2023 benchmark assessment results. Thank you, President Feaster. We have Dr. Dan Berger and Ms. Dawn Linden coming forward to present the benchmark assessment results for fall 2023. They are going to talk with us about some background information and some key understandings, as well as how our students uh, performed uh, at a particular snapshot in time in the fall um, on NWEA and in this past spring on MSTEP. So I will turn it over to the two of them. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here this evening. Um, Dr. Berger will be here just briefly um, to share a few data slides with you. Um, This evening, you will see the fall benchmark report, which we have brought um, as a result of Public Act 48, Section 98B, was a state requirement during the pandemic and following the pandemic. While it's no longer a requirement, we continue to bring the fall benchmark report to the Board of Education. But given that uh, we do have some newer members and we want to remind the public of the importance of growth monitoring, Dr. Berger will begin with a recap of the spring fall to spring growth report from the previous year. And we do that because we want to share with you um, just an understanding of what's coming. So we'll be back in the spring to share this year's fall to spring growth. We carefully monitor those data points. Uh, And Dr. Berger will share with you and reiterate that these are just a single assessment in one period of time. And we do monitor carefully many other ways um, to show student mastery and outcomes. And those are regularly observed in the classrooms by our teachers, by our administrators. Um, So we'll just keep that into context. Um, Dr. Berger will also share, following the NWEA pieces, an overview of the MSTEP uh, PSAT SAT data, and we look forward to hearing your questions. Dr. Berger. Thank you. Good evening, everybody. Um, tonight, uh, we're bringing the results from two of our large scale assessments whose data became available in the fall. Um, so that would include. Uh, the Northwest Evaluation Association, or more commonly known as the NWEA, and the Michigan Student Test of Educational Progress, more commonly known as the MSTEP. Um, If we go to slide three, I'm first going to share a little bit of background uh, information and context. Um, Please recall that we're still working to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic, and it will take time and resources. Um, we see it on the ground here in all of our buildings and day-to-day interactions. Um, you know, we have a report from uh, MSU, the Education Policy Innovation Collaboration, um, that came to that same conclusion looking at benchmark assessments across the state of Michigan, that it's going to take time and resources um, to come back from, you know, the, the interrupted education that we had during the pandemic. So, and that, that report from EPIC was released in uh, November of 2023. Um, Second, when we look at results over time, it's important to remember that in the 2021 academic year, um, it was abnormal for both our NWEA, um, because uh, all the students tested at home, and they weren't in a normal school setting, so it wasn't sort of like a standard setting kind of testing situation, and also for the MSTEP, because the test was not mandated that year, and so we had, in many cases, more like a tenth of the students who would normally take the test take it in the um, spring of 21 mm. for both MSTEP uh, and the PSAT um, state testing. So many, many families chose to opt out. We had much smaller numbers. And in other work that I had done in the past, 
um, we see that those were not representative samples of our students. So we sort of put those um, results from 2021 aside a little bit and sort of don't look too seriously at those. Um, if we go to slide four, a little bit more background knowledge for you. As always, it's important to remember that any single test is one measure of achievement at one very specific point in time. Um, and while the NWA and the MSTEP provide important measures, they must be combined with other data from the district to the classroom level, quantitative and qualitative, to design instruction and experiences um, to maximize and monitor our student learning. So that's what happens, you know, at, at the building level with administrators. That's what happens in the classroom level with teachers every single day. And this is just one piece of what they can use to see where students are and where they need to go. So if we go to slide five, uh, finally, I want to say a quick word about these two specific assessments, the NWEA testing and the MSTEP. Um, they're quite different from one another, and that's why I want to highlight this. Um, NWEA is what's known as a norm reference test. Um, when we look at the results, we're comparing student scores to a large national set of student scores that the NWA uses to create sort of a set of norms. Um, and that those norms that they use for NWA um, were created prior to the onset of COVID. So likely if they created the, a new set of norms now, the next set will probably actually be a little bit lower than the current set um, because of the effect of the pandemic on, on many tests. We've seen it on the NAEP, we've seen it on the MSTEP, we've seen it uh, many other places as well. Um, so student scores are not measured against what they should know or be able to do at any specific grade level for the NWEA, but rather how they compare to other students in aggregate um, as represented by those national norms. So if we say a student is at or above the grade level mean, that's just telling you how they did compared to other students who took the test, not whether or not they've achieved um, some set of knowledge. The M-STEP, on the other hand, is a criterion reference test, meaning that it does actually set out to determine um, student proficiency on a set of skills. So that, that's the goal of the M-STEP. And that's why they have monikers such as proficient or not proficient in the, in the test results. Um, and they can talk about the number of students who meet a benchmark on a given assessment in M-STEP testing. Um, so just to kind of clarify, those two things are a little bit different. Um, as Ms. Linden mentioned, um, we're going to do a real quick rewind from some slides that I showed you back in the spring, those of you who were here in the spring. Um, and slides six, seven, and eight um, are repeated from what we showed in the spring. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but the idea is to show you how we will look at growth again this spring when we come together after we have the spring testing results. Um, and, and what we're looking at here, the, the blue lines and the blue dots is, um, are the math NWEA uh, testing from last spring. The orange dots and the orange uh, connected lines are the reading NWEA. And what this graph is representing is the number of uh, the percent of students who met their growth target. So the NWA says, you know, every student who's at a certain point in the distribution, we expect them to reach a certain amount of growth from fall to spring. And this is the percent of students who met those growth targets um, over time. And if you go to the next slide, please, slide seven. Um, what we did last year and what we will do plan to do again this year is to break that out into different student groups. So here specifically. Um, we are looking at the reading only. That orange is a repeat was, as to what was on the prior slide. Uh, the purple above the orange are students who are at uh, average or above average NWA results and what percentage of those students met their growth. Um, the green is the students who were at below average NWA and the percentage of students who met, those, who met their growth goals there. Um, and, and what we said last spring was that what we can see is that students who are doing 
who are higher achievers are meeting their growth goals at much higher rates than students who are lower achievers, um, which calls into question how we're going to get those students who are low achievers to catch up if they're not growing at the same rate. Uh, if you go to the next slide, slide eight, um, this is the same thing only for math. So again, the middle, the blue, the kind of the dark blue navy color is um, everybody. The purple above are the students who are the higher achievers, um, average or above average, and the green are for uh, the students who scored below average. And we see the same basic thing. They're growing. Uh, less of the students are meeting their growth goals if they are lower achievers to start off. And so we'll, we will look at this again in the spring with this year's data, um, and we'll bring that to you. But for tonight, we're not going to look at any growth because uh, we don't have a fall to spring growth to look at. Tonight, we're just looking at point estimates, averages um, from this fall's NWEA results. So if you go to slide nine, um, we'll turn in earnest to the matter of this evening's presentation, um, beginning with the NWEA. Um, the Ann Arbor Public Schools continues to demonstrate above average achievement at all grade levels in both reading and mathematics that exceeds national pre-pandemic norms. So slide 10 shows this graphically. On this display, the orange triangles are Ann Arbor Public Schools mean reading writ scores and, uh, by grade level for fall of 2023. The green dots are the national means. As you can see, um, our mean is higher at every grade level tested than the national average. <clears throat> and it is important to remember that the national norms, again, are based on pre-COVID. So we're doing pretty well on average compared to um, the pre-COVID pre means. And if we go to the next slide, then this is the same data, just in table form. Um, so you can see the actual numbers. And you can see that our mean scores are for reading are around 102 to 105% of the national means. Slide 12 takes a similar look at our NWA math results for fall 2023. Again, our means, the blue triangles, um, you can see are above the national mean at every grade level tested. So this is the same math results um, in data table form. And here you can see that our mean scores are 101 to 177% of the national mean. So slide 14 presents the NWA results um, by test and grade level over time. You've seen this before. This is the crazy rainbow um, chart. Uh, please note that we didn't administer the NWA widely in grades 6 through 8 prior to 2021. That's why you see some blank spots in the lower left corner of each of these. Um, and recall that 2021 was the year that we said was kind of an off year where the administration was not standard. And we also um, used different assessments for our youngest students that year. So we kind of set that one to the side. Um, if we focus in on the fall 2023 in the far right columns, um, we can see that across both tests and all grade levels, somewhere between 53 and 78 percent of our students are scoring above the national grade level mean. Um, if this is a normal distribution, which NWA tells us it is, then the mean would equal the median. So we would expect 50% of the students to score above and 50% of the students to score below the mean. So even comparing ourselves to these pre-pandemic norms, we have higher than expected proportion of our students above the national average. I'll leave this up here for a moment because there's a lot of stuff on the chart. <laughs> and you also have all of these in your handouts uh, in board docs. All right, slide 15 um, switches gears and turns... Oh, and actually, I should have mentioned, you also have some bigger rainbow-colored things that break out by different student groups in the board docs as well, by different student demographic groups. Um, so <clears throat> slide 15 switches gears and turns our attention to the MSTEP results from the spring 2023 administration. Uh, 
Um, the Ann Arbor Public Schools continues to demonstrate achievement that exceeds both statewide and Washtenaw County averages at all grade levels in all tested subjects. So slide 16 shows this relationship graphically. Um, on this display, uh, the blue dots represent the percent of AAPS students that are at or above proficiency on the specific state test listed there. And the purple dots represent the same thing for Washtenaw County, um, of which we make up about 40%. And the blue dots for the state of Michigan as a whole. Um, so this is the battery of all uh, 20 tests that are the sort of official state test. So the, the grade 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7 um, M-STEP English language arts test. Um, for eighth grade, we use the PSAT-8 for English language arts. Um, grade three through seven M-STEP mathematics test. Uh, for eighth grade, we use the PSAT-8 PSAT mathematics test. And then the grade five and eight science M-STEP, the grade five and eight social studies M-STEP, um, the SAT evidence-based reading and writing, the SAT mathematics, and then grade 11 science and social studies tests. Um, and, and you can see that, uh, as you look at this, um, that we are above both the county and the state. And actually, if we were to be able to get the data from the state to take, take ourselves out of the county, those would actually be a little bit lower. We're actually bringing up all those averages because we make up about 40% of it. <clears throat> so slide 17 shows something similar to what I presented when we looked at SAT results earlier this year in which I uh, rank ordered the results from every uh, local educational agency um, in Michigan with 10 or more students so that they, the data wasn't um, omitted from the state uh, My School Data site, um, and calculated the AAPS percentile amongst all of those local educational agencies in Michigan. Um, so this slide and the next one, which we won't switch to yet, present those calculations. Um, so to clarify... You know, these, these tables show two things that look kind of like percents. There's the percent of students meeting proficiency standards, um, and then there's our percentile among the local educational agencies in the state. So if you look at the first row, um, for MSTEP grade three English language arts, 60% of our students met the proficiency criteria. So obviously there's always room to grow to try to get closer to 100. Um, but that 60% puts us... Uh, above 88% of the um, local educational agencies in the state. So as you can look down, you can see um, that we are doing pretty well compared to the other LEAs. If you go to the next slide, this just continues with the rest of the other 10 tests. Um, and Ann Arbor Public Schools scores are in the top 20% across the board on all 20 of these tests, and they're in the top 10% um, seven-tenths of the time. So there's just a handful that were not up in the in the top 10. Uh, so for slide 19, finally, we will look at the M-STEP results over time. Um, in the final slides, what you'll see here is graphically the percent of students at or above proficiency. Uh, Ann Arbor Public Schools is represented by the orange dots. And for context, I've included uh, the blue dots, which are the state of Michigan as a whole, the percent of students um, who are at or above proficiency. Um, I have included 2021 testing as an open dot because of the low numbers of students who were tested in non-representative nature. Um, and as you look at this graph, um, it's a little hard to see on this big screen, but the numbers below are the numbers of students who were tested. The blue um, goes with the state. That's the number of state students that were tested. The orange goes with uh, Ann Arbor Public School students um, that were tested. 
and if you look, you can see like, um, you know, grade five, um, we have like about 115 students who were tested in 2021. And normally we have more like 1200. So that's why we sort of like set that year aside a little bit. Um, so, so this first one is looking specifically at um, the English language arts, MSTEP and PSAT8 over time. Um, we put kind of a, a red dash line to show where COVID is. And, you know, as, as we've said, as we know, everything is down a little bit for the most part post-COVID. So we've got some room to grow to get those both back to pre-COVID levels, but also higher than pre-COVID levels. Um, if you go to the next slide, here we are looking at the same basic thing, but in this case, we're looking at it for uh, mathematics. Um, kind of a similar story. You see some drops post-COVID. So we have some room for growth there. And slide 21 presents the social studies results, which are tested in grades 5, 8, and 11. That's why there's less charts here. Um, science has been omitted from this portion because we only have one year of official results, which are on a prior slide. We, don't, we can't look at it over time for the last several years um, because that was in some state of limbo for several years with the state. Thank you for your time and attention. I'll, I'll take any questions. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org.